Welcome to the Rena Malik MD podcast, where we explore health and demystify the complex to improve your quality of life. I'm Dr. Rena Malik, urologist and pelvic surgeon. Today's guest is Dr. Jonathan Clavel. Dr. Jonathan Clavel is a board-certified urologist practicing in downtown Houston. He's fellowship trained in sexual medicine and is the assistant professor for surgery at the University of Texas in Houston in the Division of Urology. He is an expert in areas such as penile prosthetics, treatment of erectile and orgasmic dysfunction, complex peyronie disease, penile rehabilitation after prostate cancer surgery, and the treatment of urinary symptoms for prostate enlargement. He has made a commitment to pursue excellence in the field of men's health and currently provides cutting-edge and innovative treatments in sexual medicine and male genitourinary dysfunction. He has authored numerous peer-reviewed publications, book chapters, and lectures. You can find him online at YouTube at Clavel Euro, as well as on Instagram, Twitter, and on his website, HoustonMensHealth.com. Today, we discuss testosterone replacement therapy. In this video, we discuss what exactly is testosterone replacement therapy, what are the benefits, how can you naturally increase testosterone, and how things like alcohol consumption, vitamin D, and sunlight affect testosterone levels. We discuss the safety of testosterone replacement therapy, how it affects prostate cancer and erectile dysfunction, as well as side effects of testosterone replacement therapy. We talk about using HCG as well as bioidentical testosterone and how you can get off testosterone replacement therapy if you so desire. We hope that you will enjoy this episode and learn a great deal. Today, we're talking about testosterone replacement therapy, and we all know that testosterone is extremely beneficial, but how can men know when they need testosterone replacement? So the best way uh, to see this, and usually this is usually what I tell guys. Uh, whenever a guy shows up to, to my office, I usually tell them, so think about this way. Let's say like when you were 21 years old, and Dr. Malik, you can probably remember, you're probably in college. Uh, we felt invincible. You could be either studying all day, working all day, then you can go, you know, go to the gym, play sports. You could then go be partying all night up until 2 o'clock in the morning. And probably at 2 o'clock in the morning, you probably even have the urge and the desire to have sex. You can even maintain an erection and then you can go to sleep. Three hours later, you can do the exact same routine. How are you able to do that? It's probably because of testosterone. So whenever I tell guys like what happens when our testosterone starts decreasing, we start getting moody. We start getting sluggish. You know, we have low energy. Uh, if we go to the gym, probably we're not going to get the same results that we used to have before. Um, sometimes the sex drive can decrease. I have so many guys who tell me, Doc, I'm just not interested in sex. And sometimes our erections can get a little bit weaker. Yeah, absolutely. So those benefits with testosterone are really far reaching in all the areas you talked about, including when I see men, a lot of them tell me that they feel you know, clearer in the brain, a little bit of less decreased brain fog. Of course, they get the increased libido. They get better results in the gym. And so there's just all these really great benefits to testosterone replacement therapy. That is correct. And that's, that is why it is so important that you know, once we start noticing these symptoms, uh, that we go check, get them checked out. I mean, the testosterone levels vary so much. Like, like the normal range is between 300 and about 1,000. So, and everybody's different. I have guys that, you know, for example, I have a patient who we call him Andy um, and we call him Andy 600. Why? Because as soon as he's below 600, he's knocking on our door. He's like, hey doc, I think I'm low. I think I need a refill. Um, and the same thing happens with guys who can be at 350 and they still feel good. So again, it really depends on how you feel. If you start noticing these symptoms, I think it's time for a checkup. Yes, absolutely. 
So my audience often wants to know, are there certain foods or activities that you can do that can help boost your testosterone naturally? Are there certain things that you recommend? So yes, I mean, most of the time, in terms of activities, probably the most important thing. So there's multiple research studies that have shown that better sleep can help increase and boost testosterone. If we exercise specifically weightlifting and and basically just weight training, especially in those bigger muscles like the back, the legs, those can help boost testosterone. And probably something that's very difficult for us here, at least here in the United States, is reducing our stress levels. When we are stressed, cortisol levels will rise and a cortisol has been proven to be a competitor with testosterone in our bodies and that can actually lower our testosterone levels. In terms of foods, that one is a little bit tricky because, again, there are studies that have shown that soy-based products like uh, tofu and edamame, those can lower testosterone. Then there's other studies that show that completely opposite. That usually soy-based products can actually boost testosterone levels. So those can be a little bit tricky. However, the most important thing is let's try to stay away from processed foods, high, those high sugar, those trans fats. Those can actually lower your testosterone levels and also alcohol consumption. Like chronic alcohol consumption can actually affect those glands that we have in our brain that stimulate our testicles to produce testosterone. And it can also affect testicular size as well. So chronic alcohol consumption is usually one thing that we want to avoid. Yeah, I think a lot of people are always looking for sort of a magic bullet, like one magical thing that's going to make their testosterone better. But there's really nothing like that. It's the whole package. You have to really invest in your sleep get some good exercise, avoid endocrine disrupting chemicals in your environment. And all those things together can improve your testosterone, but it's not like you can just eat oysters and your testosterone is going to automatically get better. That is what I tell my patients because most of the time they want to get as natural as possible. And one other thing that can actually help, I mean, there are multiple minerals uh, and vitamins that can actually help. But again, these are still like controversial. Most of the time, what I tell guys is try to keep that diet as balanced as possible. Make sure that you're eating healthy and that can actually help you out. What about vitamin D? Does it have a role in boosting testosterone? So with vitamin D, uh, there are some studies that have suggested that vitamin D can actually increase testosterone. Again, I mean, vitamin D is healthy for our bodies. So even if it doesn't help, I think it's good to ingesting vitamin D you know, go outside. Sun can actually help with vitamin D as well. So just try to eat, eat and keep our, the healthiest lifestyle possible. And I think that can actually help you keep your and boost your testosterone levels. I can't stress it enough how important it is to actually get outside and get true sunlight. There's not a single supplement out there that's going to replace this the vitamin D that you can get from actual natural sunlight. Our lives in these modern worlds are so filled with all these fake LED lights and they really make it so that we can go our whole lives without really going outdoors. And so even if it's 30 minutes a day, taking a walk outside to get that sunlight and of course, protect your skin, use sunscreen when you go out, but it's really, really important for so many health benefits in addition to increasing your testosterone potentially. Well, definitely. And and just because I'm married to a dermatologist, I have to add to that, please have sunscreen whenever you do that. <laughs> Definitely. And don't forget to reapply your sunscreen either. Definitely. Definitely. So a lot of guys want to know if my testosterone is low and I need testosterone, is it safe for me to take testosterone replacement? So that is the one million question that despite decades of research, some believe that testosterone therapy is still unsafe. When I counsel my patients, I usually try to explain to them, like, hey, we're not trying to add anything 
additionally to whatever your body used to produce. We're just trying to keep you within that range that your body used to keep you before, right? We're not trying to add anything additional. We're just giving you something that your body used to produce and it's not producing anymore. In terms of other things that we have to keep, you know, because I know like whenever we talk about testosterone therapy, is it safe or not? One of the things that pop up are, is always prostate cancer. Can this testosterone therapy cause prostate cancer? I want everybody listening to us right now. There's one thing I want you to remember from this entire talk is testosterone therapy does not cause prostate cancer. I'm going to repeat that again. Testosterone therapy does not cause prostate cancer. And also, even if you had prostate cancer before, you had a prostatectomy, uh, so your prostate got removed, or you had radiation therapy, and now you're cured from your prostate cancer, it is probably safe for you to be able to get back on it. And in terms of testosterone and cardiovascular risk, that's another thing that you know many patients, for example, they show up to my office and they tell me, but doc, my cardiologist, he's concerned about me being on testosterone therapy. And usually what I tell them is, Several years ago, I was invited to write an article about what are the controversies between testosterone therapy and cardiovascular risk. And while I was doing my research, I only found two studies that showed that testosterone therapy could lead to heart attacks or strokes. And when I started looking deeper into those, those two studies have been uh, noted to be flawed. However, I mean, again, this is a hot topic. So you, you can imagine like all the news outlets and, and media were uh, you know, saying and putting out that testosterone therapy could lead to heart attacks or strokes. However, there's actually been more than 20 studies that I was looking into. Again, this was like three or four years ago. I'm pretty sure there's even more research now. And there's multiple studies showing completely the opposite, that testosterone therapy can actually decrease the risk of cardiovascular uh, events. So again, with testosterone therapy, we keep our bones healthier. We keep our muscles healthier. We have more energy to exercise. And those things will also contribute to us having a healthier lifestyle and therefore reducing that risk of cardiovascular events. So usually what I counsel my patients is like, hey, yes, there were two studies that suggested that the testosterone therapy could increase your risk of cardiovascular events. But most of the time, it's actually pretty safe. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, our American Urological Association guidelines basically say that it's completely safe and is because the data is so poor on this that it's really there's no conclusive evidence that it causes any cardiovascular events. And also in regards to the prostate cancer thing, well, we know that we're even giving it to men when they've had prostate cancer in the past after a certain period of time when we know they're free of disease. It's actually safe to give those men testosterone, too. So it's not going to cause a recurrence of prostate cancer in men who don't have prostate cancer anymore. The most interesting part of it all is like uh, there are some some uh, trials right now going on and there's some research on patients even with metastatic prostate cancer. So they do interval um, uh, treatments with testosterone and patients are doing fairly well. So it is actually surpri- it's actually surprising how much data we're, we've been able to collect in the past few years. And how, and now we have more confidence to be prescribing these medications to our patients. You know, a lot of guys who want testosterone or feel like they need it or end up needing it, you know, clinically need it, they want to know, is it going to fix my erectile dysfunction? Oh, I love this one, Rena, because how many men show up to your office with the chief complaint of erectile dysfunction? They're already on testosterone therapy and they're just disappointed. Or even more so, 
they're disappointed because they've already gone to low T clinics with their only complaint was erectile dysfunction. They were started on testosterone replacement therapy. And again, they are not noticing those results. So why does this happen? So usually whenever I talk to my patients, I usually let, I usually let them know, it's like, hey, let's define some terms here. To everyone seeing this video, there are multiple types of erectile dysfunction. There's psychogenic, there's vascular erectile dysfunction, there's neurogenic, and there's also hormonal erectile dysfunction. So psychogenic is usually when you are just not focused in the act. It is the most common type of erectile dysfunction in younger men. You are more focused on your penis than your partner. You're trying to pump yourself up in the middle of sex instead of focusing on your partner. So that's, I see that so often in my office, but that's a topic for another day. Then we have the vascular erectile dysfunction, which again is the most common type of ED for older men. And that's when we start having problems with either blood flow getting into our penis or the blood flow is just not staying trapped inside our penis. And then we have the neurogenic one, which is the nerve-related erectile dysfunction. Most commonly happens after back injury or you have brain injury. Also, it can occur after the prostate gets removed for cancer. The nerves are just not able to innervate those blood vessels that bring blood flow into our penis. And then we have hormonal erectile dysfunction, which is when testosterone is low. Most of the time, however, this is actually related to the sex drive more directly than the actual blood flow issue with the penis. I have... Many men who come into my office for ED and they flat out tell me like, doc, I'm just not interested in sex. So out of all these types, testosterone only helps with one, maybe two. There are some, you know, we know that testosterone can also help improve blood flow uh, throughout our body. So there are some that, you know, believe that it, could, it can contribute to vascular erectile dysfunction, but it's certainly not the cure. So whenever we talk about erectile dysfunction, it is so much more complex than testosterone. That is why it is very important that you go see a urologist, uh, you know, a sexual health expert like Dr. Malik, myself, and there's multiple others across the nation. So that's the best way for, for me to put it that way. How about you? What do you think? You said it perfectly. But I would say that be really careful of these low T clinics. I mean, not all of them are bad, but a lot of them will give you like the works and that'll include like shockwave and PRP and things that are still considered investigational. And they will, you know, charge you an exorbitant amount of money for things that are a lot cheaper, like intracavernosal injections or medications that you can actually get a lot more affordably when you go to a regular doctor. Um, and so there is a little bit of concern, you know, just like they're giving you testosterone saying that your erections are going to get better, that they're doing all these things that you may not be the right candidate for. So just be careful. That is so true. I mean, I have so many men who I, I usually ask, it's like, yeah, doc, I've been going week every single week to this clinic to get tes my testosterone shot. I'm like, how about you give yourself a testosterone shot? And usually they're surprised. They're like, can I do that? And I'm like, yes, you can. I mean, this, these are you know cheap medications that you can get in most in many pharmacies. Even if you don't have insurance, these medications tend to be very affordable, and you can do it yourself. There's it's no there's no rocket science to this. You can do it yourself at home. Yeah, I have patients who you know who do it twice a week because they you know they they had some effects with once a week, and they do it twice a week, and they do it at home. Like it's totally totally reasonable. So. Um, what about, what about side effects with testosterone replacement? What, are, what should people be concerned about? So uh, with, with testosterone replacement therapy, I mean, that sometimes that can actually increase DHT, which is a, you know, uh, an acronym for a very long word that I'm not even going to mention. Um, it can increase fat in our sebaceous glands, sebaceous glands, so we can actually have acne. There are some people that are very sensitive to testosterone levels, especially when they are in the superphysiological levels. That means that we are above the normal range. 
and you can have acne. Uh, some There are some people can start noticing some breast swelling or some breast tenderness, which we call gynecomastia. Uh, the, way, the reason that happens is because testosterone gets converted to estrogen in our bodies. That's just a natural process that happens in our bodies. And there are some men that can you know, start experiencing that. And there are medications that we can give you to avoid you from ha having that side effect. There's also, when you're in those higher levels, there could be an increased hematocrit. So basically the red blood cells inside our, our, our veins and our arteries are going to start to increase. And this can sometimes lead to headaches, and, but that can easily be managed with a regular blood draws or sometimes even just decreasing the dosage. Or like you just mentioned before, instead of using a very high dose once or twice a week, we can probably do what we call microdosing. So you can do a lower dose more frequently and that way you stay within a normal range instead of you, you know, go being on a roller coaster. And another one that's very important, if we give you exogenous testosterone, it can lead to testicular atrophy. So the, the testicles can actually start getting smaller and hence sometimes that can lead to infertility. Yeah, that leads right into my next question, which is, can you have kids while you're on TRT? So when given most forms of testosterone, this can suppress our HPG axis and our ability to produce our own testosterone. So the way, the way this works is we have two glands in our brain that one, let's call it gland number one, which is the hypothalamus, that will stimulate gland number two uh, to start producing the, the gonadotropins, which are two hormones that our bodies, uh, that our you know, brain sends to our testicles to start producing testosterone and healthy sperm. When we give you testosterone, your body kind of like goes like on vacation. They're like, well, probably you don't need me anymore because I'm not producing what I'm supposed to do. So they just go to Europe. They go on a vacation, right? And and what I and usually what I tell them is like, hey, you need your own production of testosterone to start producing uh, your to to start producing healthy sperm. However, uh, the, most, the other thing that we need to understand is like for us to maintain our own production of sperm, there are actually medications that we can give you along with testosterone uh, to help with that. One of those medications, for example, is HCG. Remember that I said that there's two hormones that our brains send to our testicles. One is FSH or follicular stimulating hormone, which keeps our, uh, it gets nutrients to the sperm to be healthy. And the other one's luteinizing hormone, which is LH. And that's the one that actually helps the, t the testicles to start producing testosterone. Well, this medication, HCG, which by the way, is considered, still considered off-label for the use in men, which is very important for us to understand. Uh, but HCG is an analog to LH, to that luteinizing hormone. So they're basically the same thing. So with HCG, what we're trying to do is trying to overstimulate the testicles to start producing its own testosterone. Um, for example, I am one that for younger men who want to maintain their fertility and they also want to uh, you know, boost their testosterone levels, HCG can actually be given as monotherapy. And, and there's another medication, which is clomiphene, also considered off-flavor for the use in men, uh, but that can also help stimulate our testicles to start producing testosterone. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely use some clomiphene. I, I guess I haven't used HCG. I thought it was pretty expensive and difficult to get. Is that accurate or am I inaccurate on that? So just until recently, uh, until two weeks ago, uh, it was actually fairly easy to get. Usually we were able to get it through compounding pharmacies and power was one of, of the ones that was able to get this. And unfortunately, a few weeks ago, Empower received the uh, cease and desist letter 
uh, basically saying that they cannot produce uh, this uh, medication anymore. However, there are still some other compounding pharmacies that we can get it from. Uh, but yeah, it, this I think is going to be a problem in the near future because it, it can get expensive if you go through regular pharmacies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good to know. A lot of people hear this terminology, bioidentical testosterone, and I wanted to get your thoughts on that. So it's funny because even yesterday we were texting about this, <laughs> about this bioidentical testosterone. I've talked to so many uh, people about this. So bioidentical testosterone, for everybody who's reading this, this is just a marketing tool for many clinics to to guide you into uh, uh, coming in to see them so that they can give you this more natural testosterone. I have two disclaimers. <laughs> exactly. So there, there, I have two disclaimers for everybody who's listening to us. So there's no testosterone used in testosterone replacement therapy that is natural. They are all made in a laboratory. And all testosterone used, all testosterone that we use is molecularly identical to your body's naturally produced testosterone was once it enters your bloodstream. So I know like this bioidentical testosterone, again, is a term that, you know, for testosterone but that is made identical to the molecular structure that the human testosterone produces. However, all testosterone, once it gets into your bloodstream, will be molecularly identical uh, to, you know, to your body's natural testosterone. You will be able to absorb it. So most men that come into my clinic, then they tell me, it's like, hey, doc, uh, are, the, are the testosterone that you're going to prescribe, is it bioidentical? I'm like, all testosterone is bioidentical. Just, I mean, there's no, or there's no such thing as bioidentical testosterone. They're all made in a lab and they're all, and most of them are actually safe. Yes, exactly. 100% completely agree. Hard cosine. <laughs> so last question I have for you is what if somebody wants to get off testosterone replacement? Is there a specific age or cutoff or can they get off testosterone replacement? So the quick answer to that is yes. I mean, can you get off testosterone? Yes. Should you get off testosterone? Probably not. There's many people that believe that testosterone is only a medication given for erectile dysfunction. So sometimes I have guys who are in their late 70s, late 80s, or for example, they're widowed, unfortunately, and they don't have a partner and they're just not interested in seeking out a partner. And they're like, well, doc, I probably don't need testosterone anymore. But we have to remember, testosterone also helps with our energy. It helps with our mood. It helps with uh, our bone structure. Uh, so usually for, for these guys who are older, we don't want them to start getting osteoporosis or osteopenia. Their bones start, start getting wicker and, and brittle. So usually what I tell them is like, hey, try to keep your testosterone as much as you can because again, it, it, it helps you keep a healthier lifestyle. And one other thing, usually what I tell my guys is, you know, is there an age for you to stop? I usually tell them there's two ways that you can age. You can age gracefully or you can age as a grumpy old man. You choose. And most of the time, they try to age gracefully. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. I think especially the cognitive changes and people really feel like their brain is clearer and they feel like they can be more active, be more energetic. They can go to the gym and get muscle and like it just it really changes their lives. So I think they really um, most men that I see are very, very happy and actually don't really want to get off of it because unless they've forgotten, it's been so long ago since they started that they forgot what it was like before. But in those beginning times where they still remember how tired and foggy they were, they're pretty happy to be on it. 
I, I completely agree. And again, I mean, most of the time, I mean, I've been surprised that even guys in their 80s who have bigger muscles than I do. So it is possible to age gracefully. Thank you for listening to today's episode on the Rena Malik MD podcast. If you enjoy listening, the best way to support our podcast is by rating and reviewing this podcast on your favorite podcast platform. This allows us to spread free education to more people each and every week. You can find me on social media on all the platforms at Rena Malik MD including YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. If you'd like to see me as a patient, you can easily schedule an appointment at www.renamalikmd.com backslash appointments. And as always, remember to take care of yourself because you are worth it.